Welcome to Simone Jam, Sydney. I'm Shu. And tonight we're talking to you. Oh, it's the man, the myth, the legend, Keanu Reeves. That's right. Keanu Reeves, baby. We're going there. I know we've been kicking this idea around for a while because I don't know anything about Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And every time his name comes up, you kind of get wistful. (laughs) And it's like, oh, he's just been through so much. And so we decided a week ago to do a Keanu Reeves episode. Right. And I was listening to the latest episode of Page 7 over the weekend on which Keanu Reeves came up Uh and Holden McNeely from The Story Must Be Told and Wizard and the Bruiser said, yeah, I really need to do an episode about Keanu Reeves. And I thought, too late, bucko. Yeah. Simoche's on the case. But also still do your episode because yeah. it's, you know. There's room for all of us. Yeah, but, a rising tide um, raises all We did all it boats. first, just saying. Yeah. Um, also, what did he say? He said he was so tragic, Yes, right? which is what you say. Okay, so... I fucking love Keanu. I'm so excited. I went down a Keanu wormhole. Yeah. Um, First, I just want to start by letting everyone know that I contacted Belinda recently. Oh, because you mentioned that when you were a kid in New Mexico, you, your mom got a phone call that Keanu Reeves was in Silver City. Yeah. And your mom said, let's go walk around and see if we can see him. And you didn't see him, but you did touch his car. Yes. Yes. And so um, my husband didn't believe me. He had me questioning my memories. So I called my mom uh-huh. to ask her. I said, hey, mom, um, did Keanu Reeves go to PA, which is what we call Pino Saltos? Oh, yeah. Um, remember the small part of outside of silver? Yes. Okay. Well, Anyways, I remember because whatever. there was a place called Pinos Altos, which means tall penis. And then... <laughs> There was a place called the Butt Corn. <laughs> the Buck Corn. B-U-C-K-O-R-N. Yeah, I also the know that Pinos Altos does not mean H. tall penises. No, <laughs> tall pines. Uh, but anyways, the important thing is yes. that I said, did, he go, did Keanu Reeves go there? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And she's like, so I got some of the story wrong. Okay. Um. She was running around the loop of because it's like a I can't I can't explain it but it's just a small like drive by strip okay with some the restaurant some stores and it's just like a a dirt road around some houses and it like creates a loop like okay. a small loop so yeah it's can, a tiny like, town yeah you can just like walk around the loop or whatever she was running. And she said, I saw a Porsche parked outside of the restaurant and it had California plates. And, you know, like no one like that ever goes to PA. So I went inside and my uncle used to work there. He was a waiter there. Mm-hmm. And she said, I asked Kenny, like, whose car is that? And he said, it's Keanu Reeves. Keanu's here. And so she then went and got me. Oh, she went home and got you. Yeah, because I said. I touched his car and she's like, yeah, we went back to see if he would like maybe come outside. We could catch him as he was leaving, uh-huh. but he didn't come outside and we didn't want to bother him. Um, but she said that, yeah, they got pictures of him outside and like put it in the newspaper and like one of our her good friends and like our family friend got a picture with him. Oh, fun. So so the story has been confirmed. Yeah. Take I feel, that, Deacon. Yeah. Take that. 
Jack, I'm going to throw that on your face tonight. <laughs> he gets home. I'm like, hey, listen up, motherfucker. <laughs> I fucking touched Keanu Reeves' Porsche. Kiss my feet. <laughs> I love your marriage. Never it's do. good. <laughs> It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Um, so that makes me feel really good, and it makes me feel prepared to tell this tale. All right, I'm ready. I'm so excited. Keanu Charles Reeves. Okay. Was born on September 2nd, 1964, in Beirut, Lebanon. Oh. Yeah. Wasn't expecting that, right? No, right, right off the bat. Exactly. I'm like, oh, Keanu, you get me. Every time. Um, his mother uh her name's patricia she's english she is a costume designer and performer okay i'm not sure if she's still alive or not to be continued you know um his dad is samuel nolan reeves jr he's um hawaiian and of okay there's a lot he's american hawaiian and of Chinese, English, Irish, um, and Portuguese descent. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So, because of just, like, migrations yeah. to Hawaii. And Keanu said of, you know, his cultures growing up, um, his he had a Chinese grandmother and was around Chinese art, furniture, and cuisine growing up. Okay. So he, you know, kind of had a feel for it. I remember I didn't know till 2000 let's say seven that Keanu Reeves was part Asian yeah I didn't know I think people were getting mad that he was in like one of those like flying karate movies uh-huh. you know where everyone it's like very wistful I don't know we'll figure it out yeah um I bet he's playing like a character that would typically be Asian oh, okay so his mom was of British yeah. origin his dad was a citizen in the United States Mm-hmm. from hawaii yeah and then he had this multicultural background yeah. i'm gonna picture the mom was probably just like a normal british white lady i'm assuming okay he said that she imparted her english manners on him Aww. and he's never lost them that's nice i know so um here's something interesting uh keanu's father was imprisoned in hawaii for selling heroin at the airport Ooh. yeah i, I think that might have happened either before Keanu were like when he was a baby. Okay. Um, because he ended up leaving the family um when Keanu was three and his parents got divorced. Okay. So he so. didn't really know his dad. I believe I read that the last time he like had a relationship with his dad was when he was like 13. Okay. But like from then on, he didn't really see him. Him and his mom traveled around a lot. Because his mom was a costume designer. Yeah. So probably for work. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think they lived in Italy for a little bit. And then they ended up um, moving to Canada. Okay. And Keanu Reeves um, identifies as Canadian. Huh. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. He actually wanted to play hockey for Canada. Like, that was his career goals. Okay. But um, he had an injury and wasn't able to make that his career. That's really interesting. So he spent most of his time in Canada and he identifies as Canadian. Yes. All right. But he's really a citizen of the world. He's a citizen of the world. But if you ask him, he'll say he's Canadian. Okay. Because he's cool like that. Um, He was expelled from school once. And he said it was because he was too rambunctious and shot off his mouth too much. I, it's hard to picture him being like that. Well, I watched 
Okay, so I like watched a lot of interviews about him and I was watching one from 91 where I think he had just got done with Point Break and he was promoting it. That's a really great movie. It has Lori Petty in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome movie. And he but he's like he's had a cockiness to him. Oh. And I was like you're kind of sarcastic. Like he's ch- sarcastic in a charming way. Okay. And very like he's intense. Because I know old, mellow Keanu. Yeah. I don't know young pup Keanu. Got to get into it. Okay. So, well. well, so he ended up um, dropping out before he graduated, and huh. he never graduated from high school. And um, he has dyslexia. Oh, yeah. That makes school really hard. Yeah. So, you know. And here's another interesting fact. Okay. He has British and Canadian citizenship mm-hmm. and holds an American green card. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I believe he lives in L.A. Probably I for mean, work. I might just be making that up. but Okay, so Keanu started acting at 15. And he said he just, after his hockey career kaput, uh-huh. he wanted to be an actor. At so, that young of an age, he like knew. Right, yeah. Hockey's not happening. Yeah. Acting. Acting. So, did you watch Babes in Toyland? Yes. Do you remember that? Is he in that movie? He's in that movie. Shut the front door. Yeah, as uh, Jack Be Nimble. Huh. Jack Fenton. Interesting. Yeah. I loved that movie when I was younger. It has all bright colors and gadgets. Yes. Drew Barrymore was in it? Yes. Yes. That's good. Um, so he was in like a lot of TV shows and like TV specials, just like, you know, one time parts. Did he like just say like, hey, mom, I want an agent because he's in Canada at this point. Yeah, he was in Canada and he said his first interview was like or his first interview, his first t- acting gig was like on a Canadian TV like special. I think it, maybe it was like a PSA type okay. thing, like don't do drugs. Said he had to be a tough guy and he got to go pick out his own wardrobe and he like picked a vest with like spikes on it. Yes. <sighs> yeah. That's how you know. That's international dress code for tough guy. Yes. Definitely. He was on the Comedy Factory. You know that show? I don't. It was in the, in the 80s. Who knows? Who knows that show? If you do, email us at simonchipodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> Okay. Let's start a whole Twitter thing about the comedy factory. So in 88, he did Dangerous Liaisons. Oh. Liaisons. Um, Do you remember that one? No, I've never seen it. Oh, really? It's Mm -mm. a period piece. (sighs) You know how we love those. As Glenn Close, John Malkovich, Michelle Pfeiffer. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. Me too. She's great. Oh. And I think he just played, like, a young, uh, sexy guy. <laughs> His character name yeah. was Young Sexy Guy. I think so. So he's doing that. You know, he's just having his small-time roles, whatever. Um, and then, in 89, Bill and Ted's Excellent oh, Adventure. Yeah. I think that's what really kicked it off for him. Yeah. You know? Right? That was, I think, what made him, yeah, a star. Because that was his first leading role. Yeah. Um, wasn't that filmed out here? Yes, it was. At, at Christown or at Metro the, Center. At the bowling alley. I don't know which one. And at there's a at the Circle K in Tempe. Oh, okay. I used to live by it. Let's go take pictures in front of those things. 
okay. for this show. Oof, okay. <laughs> it's hot. I mean. I'll do it. Okay. I will. We're trying to create something here. We are. You don't want to drive 45 minutes to go take a picture in the heat <laughs> outside of a bowling alley. I'm starting to question your true commitment to Smoochie Podcast. You're right. <laughs> Meanwhile, you've done all the research for this week's so show sorry. and I just showed up. <laughs> it's just because I like Keanu. It's true. Okay. So <laughs> anyways. Okay. So Bill and Ted's comes out and it's a hit. It's a hit. He said that. They actually thought they were supposed to play opposite roles, but they didn't realize until they went into um, the dressing part of it. And yeah. That they... Uh, they switched the parts on it? Yeah. And he's like, whoa, it's going to be really hard to learn totally new lines because I have dys- dyslexia. <laughs> Maybe. It's hard. Yeah, no, it is hard. I don't know if... I don't know if this was at the point where they had, like, already been rehearsing. Okay. I, I feel like it might have been earlier than okay. that. Okay. I just was picturing it real shitty to get to set. Yeah, that would be shitty. But someone um, in an interview asked him if, like, if he was really upset because they had heard that he was really upset that he didn't get to play whichever one. Yeah. He wasn't. Who Do you know who he is? I've is- never seen Bill and Ted's Excellent okay. Adventure. What? There's a lot of areas in life in which I'm lacking. Oh, my God. It is so good. It's so good. It remains to be seen. I'll watch it. I'm not against it. It just hasn't happened. It's so good. They're making a new one. Oh, they are? Yeah. I don't know. Because everyone wants, you know, old things. They do. Um, He's Ted. He played Ted. But he thought he was going to be Bill. But Bill thought that he was going to be Ted. That's weird. That seems like a communication mistake. Yeah. But, you know, he said it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. An assistant director was fired over that. Maybe. And they probably. persevered. Yeah. Yeah. They're living their life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, He was in Parenthood. I don't remember him in that movie. Mm-mm. You know, with uh, Steve Martin? Nope. I, I know Steve that's a Martin. movie, but I haven't seen it. I love Steve Martin, too. We've talked about this, how we both are willing to masturbate while thinking about Steve yeah. Martin. Yeah. I just haven't That's seen true. the movie Parenthood. Okay. Well, so he's going along, living his life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in 1998, he meets his partner, Jennifer Syme. Oh. S-Y-M-E. When does he Syme? meet her? Is that Syme? Sure. Sure. Uh, 1998. Okay, so this is... So this is, let's see, before that, in 91, he did Point Break. Which is a hit. He did Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure, uh-huh. the sequel. Hit, kind of. My Own Private Idaho. Okay. Fucking love that movie. He was in Paula Abdul's Rush. Rush. I don't know what video. that is. Oh. You know that song? No. Rush. I only know Opposites Attract. Okay. Well, he was in that video. Um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I've seen that. Little Buddha, which is when he starts to learn about Buddhism. Ah. And he's, because I feel like everyone thinks that Keanu's like a Buddhist and he's like all hip with the meditation and shit. Uh I believe maybe he does meditate, but he said that he's not Buddhist. He's just, uh, appreciates that religion. That's fair. Yeah. Um, let's see. What's even cowgirls get the blues? Oh, okay. never heard of it. Have you heard of that? I've one? heard of it, but I haven't okay. seen it. Freaks. So he's doing some shit. Um, Speed comes along in 94. Oh, fuck yeah. 
which I saw him on a Letterman interview. Uh-huh. First off, I don't like David Letterman. He seems like an ass. He said he told Keanu that he um, had been calling him Keanu and said that he was sorry. And you got you got so mad at that. Well, I was like, whatever, David Letterman. But then um, he's like, how do you pronounce your name? And Keanu's like, Keanu, you know, his fucking surfer voice. And he's like, what you know, what? where's that from? And he's like, I was told it means like I should have wrote down what it means. That would have been a good fact to drop. But I think it was like cool wind on a mountain or something okay. awesome like that. And uh, and then he leans over and goes, but I don't know what it means the way you pronounce it. Uh-huh. That's and a good one. David Letterman's like, okay, okay, that's enough. That's <laughs> that like, scolds him. That's like a good impression of David Letterman, though. Like, that's his whole shtick. Yeah. That's him with every guest. I know, but I don't like it. That's I just fair. decided I didn't like it. I feel like Keanu Reeves has the thing that I have where he just sounds super stoned all the time. He does. Um, And I I get that a lot. And it's kind of changed over the years, but for the most part, he's always been like that. Well, when an old person talks like that, you think it's because they're so full of wisdom. Yes. But when a young person talks like that, you assume it's because they're high as fuck. Uh, so yeah he was on there to promote speed okay she did with sandra bullock sandy b that is a good movie yeah they're on a bus it cannot go below 80 or 40 yeah something miles it, per it's hour gonna blow up. it's gonna blow up Ooh, that was good i wish he would have done speed too but cruise control yeah it was on a boat uh-huh. <laughs> can't slow that boat down baby um that one sucked. Did it? Yeah, it was I really bad. It. It was, don't waste your time on that. Oh, well, Keanu sure didn't. He didn't. He knew better. Good for him. Um, In 95, he did Johnny Mnemonic. Okay. Which is a cult classic. A lot of people don't really like it. I think it was on How Did This Get Made. Oh, um, controversial know, podcast. film. But I like it a lot. Um, In 95, he is in A Walk in the Clouds. Do you remember that one? I know the name, but I don't remember that one. That movie is one of my all-time favorites. He is like a soldier coming home from war. He meets this woman on a bus um, who's pregnant, and they get off at the same stop, I think. And she's like, oh, my father's going to disown me because I'm not married. I'm pregnant. And so he decides to like help her and pretend to be her husband. Okay. And he goes back to the father's house. He like lives on a wine vineyard and Keanu ends up falling in love with her and learning how to grow grapes. Oh, this sounds fun. It's good. That sounds romantic. It's good. And he's hot. Okay. He's in chain reaction. I don't know what that is. Um, filling Minnesota. Okay. The last time I committed suicide. Don't remember Sounds that one. controversial. Yeah, trigger warning. Okay, in 97, he does The Devil's Advocate oh. with Charlize Theron. And Al Pacino. Yes. Yes, I watched that last year during Al Pacino Fest 2017. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is a good movie. It is. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Like oh. these, I'm giving you guys the hits. Yeah. The Keanu hits. These are all worth your time and money. 
Now you might be wondering, what was going on in his life during this time? I was wondering. Well, I can't really tell you because Keanu is the master of keeping his personal life, like, filled Smart. tight. Smart. There's, I've watched over 20 interviews. There are no interviews of him actually saying anything really personal. Except, like, he has three sisters. Uh-huh. He mentioned where he was born one time. He said that um, one of his friends calls him Charlie because his middle name is Charles. Okay. Like, these are the facts he's giving. These are He's smart. I, yeah. I really admire people who are able to edit themselves. Yeah. Because I can't. And he does. Yeah. So, um, you know, after the devil advocate, I said... What did I say? In 98, Uh he meets his partner, Jennifer. Okay. She is a, or was, an actress and personal assistant. Okay. To some pretty big stars. Um, And here's where the tragedy of his life comes in. And why I think everyone goes like, oh, Keanu. Oh, Keanu. Um, They were together from 98 to 2000. Okay. And she became pregnant in 99 and gave birth to their daughter, who was stillborn. Oh, that's... I had a friend go through that, and it's so traumatic because... Um, you know, you carry a baby for eight months and everyone's like, oh, we're so excited for your baby. And then they see you and you're not pregnant and they say, oh, how's the baby? Where's the baby? And you have to be like, I had a baby. Yeah. And it died. Yeah. Like, and just like having a nursery in your house, like, yeah. And not that saying that it's not tragic when you die, when, if you have a miscarriage early on, but to have a just full to have pregnancy. to go through the full term and you still have to go through birth yeah and it's still just as painful like nothing about it changes yeah you go through everything and at yeah. the end of it you don't have a baby and you have to look people in the eye who you see every day your fucking cashier your person at the bank everyone saw you be pregnant and now they're gonna see you and say oh how's the baby where's the baby and you have to be reminded a million times that you don't have a baby yeah so very hard very tragic i know so that was very hard and that um you know grief and stress ended up putting strain on their relationship Mm -hmm. and they ended up separating that'll happen actually yeah it happens to quite a few people who go through a loss of a child um because it's just so hard because you're each a reminder Mm -hmm. of what you don't have yeah sometimes when tragedy strikes your life you want to just change your name and move to a new place because that way no like it's almost like you can bury the memory yeah because every single person you interact with who knows you in any way is going to remind you of the pain yeah so i understand you're right it's hard it's rough it's rough man so um on april 2nd of 2001 she was driving alone in la when she swipe uh sideswiped three parked cars um, her car rolled several times and she was ejected and died instantly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which is why I think everyone knows about this, the child. Yeah. And this whole thing is because she passed away. Oh, man. And that's most I think that's like really why people think like, oh, sad Keanu, you know. Yeah. Aside from the meme, which we'll get oh, to. OK. But um, yeah, she passed away and um, Keanu was 
about to begin filming the Matrix sequels. They were going to film them back to back. So they'd already filmed the first Matrix. Yes, that was in 99. Okay. So in the midst, she was pregnant at that point. Yes. So like he's with this partner. He's about to be a father. He's yes. making this movie that's going to really like as if he isn't already A-list. This movie's going to really blow him up. Mm-hmm. And then cut to everything falling apart and then he's about to do matrix two and matrix three at the same time yeah okay it's a lot it is a lot so he took some time out to find peace and to grieve okay and to deal with it did they put production of movies on hold or did they film them they still filmed them okay um but he just took a break at the beginning Uh and then went back okay so that's really sad. And then um, I'm not sure what at what point this happened. This was probably like a little after this tragedy. Mm-hmm. Keanu was photographed by a paparazzi in a park eating a sandwich. Uh-huh. And he looked very sad. He was like looking down. <laughs> Let me pull this up for you. <laughs> I just love like the horrible world that we live in that you can't be... Like, you can't eat a a sandwich in a park alone without it turning into a thing. Yes. Because, like, first of all, how do you look happy eating a sandwich? Right. Okay, so here's the meme. Okay, so he's got, he's got, he's looking down, he's eating a sandwich, he's got a beard, but it's fine. He's just a man. Because he, I love to go... I used to go get, like, food all the time or I'd pack a lunch and I'd go have a picnic by myself, like, by a lake, in a park, whatever. I love just – and, like, I guess that's weird to some people mm-hmm. and sad because if you do anything alone, it's sad. I but, like, so. what if you just want to fucking eat your sandwich and enjoy nature? Yeah. And, okay, so this was taken in May of 2010. Okay. So this is, like – you know, this is enough time. That Nine this years is later, not yeah. related to. I for some reason I thought maybe this was related. It's not. It's not. It's just he's eating a sandwich. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just think it's funny because then people just started adding text to it and making it a meme. I feel um, like if it had happened right after the tragedy, then that would have been super offensive. Yeah, no, totally. But now it's unrelated. Well. He's been asked many times in interviews what he thinks of uh-huh. the sad Keanu meme. And he's said multiple times it's just people having some good, clean fun. Yeah. He's, he thinks it's just good-natured, you know, okay, internet good. people. So um, he's fine with it. Excellent. But he did say, like, it is probably the biggest misconception that he is sad all the time. And he's not. It's just his face. But he's glad people have fun with it yeah how would you look happy while eating a sandwich because i I feel like that would end up looking crazy yeah i think so too did can we just talk about uh because we talked about on an episode um sweet november yeah and so that came out in 2001 yeah just while we're there in the timeline yes sweet november everyone should watch sweet november another movie with Charlize theron is that Charlize theron yeah he did two with her and two with sandra bullock because he did the lake house oh and that's a good movie too is it i enjoyed it (laughs) really i don't know i was like 20 i'm sure it's fine we should watch it again yeah let's do it maybe not so good oh that's so funny 
Did you like the Matrix trilogy? Um, I watched, I've only seen the first one and I didn't love it. I talk about it all the time because it's an analogy through seeing through society's bullshit. Yeah. Like, I think it's a good philosophical idea. I didn't enjoy the movie. Okay. How about you? I liked them. Okay. Yeah. I I didn't see them when they came out. I saw them like two years ago. Oh, okay. So. I feel like maybe that's part of it. it, Yeah. Because I saw them when they came out and I thought they were dope. Too dope to smoke. Too dope to smoke. (laughs) Yeah. So he does Sweet November in 2001. Um, (laughs) That movie is pretty good. I'd watch it. Um, Charlie Theron is a terminally ill person, right? Yeah. She's playing like manic pixie dream girl to different men each for a month until she dies. Yes. And And she picks out like damaged guys that she can help and she sees Keanu and Tells him, you know, you can have anything you want for a month, no strings attached. And he wants her forever. And that's when she's like, I'm sick. And it's a gift that I'm giving you this month. Because I can't live. Yeah. And he wants Um, to be with her for the rest of her life. And she's like, no, look at the calendar. It's just November. (laughs) After that, I got to go fuck someone else. Yeah. But she says it with like an air of superiority. Yes, yes. So she did, he did that with her in The Devil's Advocate and then um, Speed in The Lake House. Yeah, with okay. Sandra Bullock. So in 2003, he does The Matrix Revolutions. Okay. And then I think he's just like, you know what? Neo's done enough. He's done. He's. He actually said that in a Q&A. Someone asked, do you ever see yourself going back to The Matrix um, saga, maybe creating another one? And he's like, you know... I don't really know what else Neo could do for people. Like, yeah. He's done everything. Which I was like, oh, Keanu, you great sense of humor. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I tried to look if, like, he's ever, you know, talked about. He's just never talked about his personal life. Ever. Like, even when that happened with his partner, like. I mean, that's smart because really, like. Never, never talked about it. Once you give the public an inch they're gonna take a mile like you can't either it's like all or none and if you don't want to give all of yourself to the public then you really need to give like nothing yeah so and he does smart i it keeps a mystique around him yes um in 2003 he did one of my favorite movies something's gotta give <laughs> With Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And okay. he plays the hot doctor that oh. um likes Diane Keaton. I can't believe that movie was that long ago. I know. It just seems like yesterday yeah. I watched it recently. <laughs> huh. Oh gosh. Um in 2003 he did The Matrix Reloaded. Did those both, The Matrix Revolutions and The Matrix Reloaded, came out in 2003? What is going on here? That's what IMDb says. That's crazy. Oh, that's ridiculous. Okay, in 2005, he did um, the movie that traumatized you for life, Constantine. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. That is right. It didn't traumatize me for life. It's a very new trauma in my life. And I will overcome it. And I'll go home tonight. You know what? Uh, Fuck you, sexting dude. I'm going to go home tonight and watch Constantine. Yeah. And then I'm going to send you pictures of my dick. Ooh. I just, I don't really know how I would do that, but. I don't know either. It's just. (laughs) 
Oh, and I should say, I totally forgot to mention this. Um, from the mid-90s to the early 2000s, through all this amazing career and life happening, he also has an alternative rock band. Oh, yeah, Dogstar. Dogstar. Do you yes. like how I know that one off the bat? <laughs> that one's in the... I don't know anything about Keanu Reeves, except for I know Dogstar. <laughs> Did you listen to any of their music? No. Me neither. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do that for the um, update. We'll listen. I wonder if there's some videos. I bet there are. Oh, yeah. Um, In 2006, he does The Lake House, your favorite movie. It's not my favorite movie, but I often feel like the only thing standing between me and true love is being on a two-year different time zone. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Where you're like, oh, yeah, no, like my love is right here, right now, but two years in the future. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Put this letter in the, I've, in the mailbox. Put it, the letter in the mailbox, Yeah. But then they meet, right? They figure out a way to meet, and then she gets hit by a car or something. <laughs> Are you serious? But then he saves her. Like, okay. she was going to maybe get hit by that car anyways, but because of the situation, uh, he was... Uh, okay, I have a lot of it. homework to do. I have to watch The Lake House. I have to listen to Dog Star. Yeah. I have to watch Constantine. I have to take <laughs> pictures of my dick, which means I have to get a dick. Like, it's uh, a lot. Do you remember A Scanner Darkly? I've never seen it, but I know it's amazing. <laughs> Why don't you watch any movies? <laughs> You know, I've seen a lot of, uh, I've seen every Woody Allen movie, and oh. he's put out one a year since 1964. So, you know, that's taken up a lot of my I don't time. I even like all his movies. They're not all good. He puts out a movie a year, and he tries different genres, and they're not all good, but he just no, does it. they're not. And that's my approach to life, is where I'm like, I just do things, and it yeah. doesn't matter if I'm good at them or not. I just try things. Good. Um, good for you. Yeah, it's like what I do when I'm like sucking your dad's dick, where I'm like, oh, I've never done this before, but I'm going to try it. I'm just going to try it. We'll see how it goes. And it's better than that musical Woody Allen did. Uh-huh. I can suck dick better than Woody Allen can produce a mu- musical. Yeah. So anyways. <clears throat> Speaking of musicals, Keanu said that he would um, has not ever been in a musical, but he would like to do one. That's like one oh. of his acting, you know, goals. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, me too. I would I'd watch it. I maybe. would. Um, yeah, Scanner Darkly was cool because it was like the first live action movie that was put like animation was put over the actors. Oh. So it looks all weird the whole time. Oh yeah, that's right. They did um they actually it was hand drawn. I know about it because I learned about oh, it in animation school. Okay. They did like rotoscoping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and Keanu was in it. He's like an undercover cop in it, um, looking for this crazy-ass drug oh. that's uh, turning into an epidemic. Um, He does a lot of, like, not great movies through 2009. Um, well, I see he did The Private Lives of Pippa Lee, which I know I've seen and I yeah. have fond memories of, but I can't oh, tell you anything really? about it. It has Robin Wright and Blake Lively. Okay, that's one of those ones. I was like, this is looks like a bad one. <laughs> I mean, I saw it on cable and possibly more than once. I like Blake Lively. I like her a lot. She's cool. Yeah. You know, one good thing is like, no one's ever complained about Keanu. No. You never hear anything really bad about him. Other than people don't like his voice. But... People don't like his voice, but it's like what it's not like they find it offensive. They're just not into it. Yeah. No one's ever been like, I need to speak to a manager about Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I'm really upset. What was your 
impression of him? Like, what what did you think about him before we even started this pot this podcast? He's the quarter Asian version of Sean Penn from the eighties. Okay, Sean Penn's no longer like that. Sean Penn's a yeah. angry fucking mess, uh-huh. but he's got that like stoner vibe, you know? Yeah, he's like, yeah, man. And like, I figured he was like a little bit Eastern, like. Where he like has studied martial arts, but never really like learned them or gotten good at them. But he's just like, I know about them and they're cool. Yeah. That was my impression about him. I mean, he kind of does seem like that. Yeah. And I picture that he has no chest hair. I don't think he does. See, I know things. I don't think he does. I maybe just like I know that because I've seen Point Break. Yeah. (laughs) And it's about surfers. Uh, Yeah. And um. When he was doing the Matrix, one of his trainers and people that helped him with all the moves and the sequences was this guy named Tiger. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like a stunt guy, an actor, and a trainer. And so Keanu's like, yeah, we got really close during the making of the Matrix and everything. And so we just kind of kept in touch afterwards. And he, Tiger sent uh, Keanu a story and was like, what do you think about making this into a movie? And I think maybe at that time, Keanu was like, maybe not this, but like, if you have anything else, let me know. Uh-huh. And so they ended up working on a movie called Man of Tai Chi together. Oh. And that was in 2013. Um, and I think they were both in the movie and Keanu produced it. And that was like his first time producing a movie, I believe. Okay. Um, and that was really fun for him. And that was when he did the Q&A. And someone asked him, like, what is your favorite type of martial arts? And he's like, I know movie kung fu. Like, ah. I don't know any martial arts. Like, I, you know, I, I respect it, but I'm not like, I don't know all about it. Okay. So then in 2013, he also did 47 Ronin, which is the one I was saying I think people got upset about because it was about um, a band of samurai set out to avenge the death and dishonor of their master at the hands of a ruthless shogun. And people were like, why are they once again having a white person culturally appropriate? Yeah, because uh-huh. he's like the head of the 47 Ronin or something. It's a good movie. Okay. It's cool. There's like special effects like this lady was a dragon lady and she could be like whoosh, whoosh, different areas, you know? You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Okay. I'm t- picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, you pick that shit up. <laughs> Don't make me pick your shit up. Don't make me toss <laughs> shit around. In 2014, an amazing thing happens. What? John Wick is born. Yeah, I've never seen John Wick. <laughs> I've also never seen like a born identity movie or a Mission like Impossible how- movie. Oh my <laughs> All the movies I'm telling you, you're just like, yeah, I've never seen that. Well, John Wick is now, I think they're doing like the third or fourth Uh. one now. And it's just a really cool action movie. I'll check it out. To be honest, I thought Noah Wiley was John Wick. Okay. No, it's Keanu. It's always been Keanu. It always will be Keanu. I'm sorry. I don't know things. In the original movie, someone kills his puppy and he sets off. And on a journey for revenge and kills a lot of people on the way because of the puppy. Okay. 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 So that's um, a really good movie. And in the newest one, Halle Berry is going to be in it. And in the blind items, it was said that her and Keanu started fucking each other the first day. 
they started working. Oh, yeah. That can't be true. It wasn't. It's not true. I feel like Keanu Reeves is too smart to fuck Halle Berry. Yeah, I feel like if anything, he's going to date people like in the industry, but on the side, like behind the scenes people. I could see him dating like a celebrity yoga teacher. Exactly. I could totally see him being someone like that or like a location scout. Yes. Um, I just picture him being with very strong, independent women who don't need attention. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think Halle Berry's. I think she's a little bit bananas, and I think Keanu would not want to open that can of worms. Especially, I think he's too smart to fuck someone he's working with. He might be like, I like this person, and maybe after we're done shooting, I'll ask them to dinner. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm just going to read you some things that I wrote down while watching interviews. Okay. I just started writing my opinion of Keanu down. (laughs) I love it. Bring it on. I wrote, uh, Keanu has a great sense of humor. He said sad Keanu memes are just some good-natured fun. And they are. And they are. Um, He told a funny story on Jimmy Fallon about how when he first came to Hollywood, um, because he's like, you know, Canada's cool, but I want to be an American actor. Mm -hmm. I want to come to America and make it big. And he gets there and the agents are like, we want you to change your name. And he's like. Because he came through Ellis Island? (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Oh, his. Oh, oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. What? His talent agents, yes. not the border <laughs> agents. That's why I got confused. I, in my mind, yeah. I thought you were saying Keanu came to the border of Canada <laughs> and was like, I want to come to him. Let me to America to be an actor. And then the border patrol agents were like, you need to change your name. I might have made it sound like that. No, I think I just totally <laughs> I think I'm a fucking idiot. Okay. His town, the Hollywood agents. Yeah. Because, but, so his name was Keanu Charles Reeves. Yeah. And they were like, we need you to change your name. Yeah. And And he said, what sort of Ellis Island shit is this? (laughs) That's what he said. And he said, well, I'll come come up with a name then. And so he said that he thought about it and he decided that he wanted to change his name to Chuck Spadina. Chuck Spadina? Yeah. That sounds like Duck's Vagina. And so he went back and he said, what about Chuck Spadina? And they're like, no, I don't think that's very good. And so he said he, he went again and he was... I don't know. He said he was in the ocean or something. I don't know where he was, but he was thinking about it and he decided, okay, I got a really good one. Um, Templeton Page Taylor. <laughs> Jesus fucking So Christ. he went back and he said that even after giving him that name, they still wanted him to come up with something better and a different Instead name. Instead of being like, you know, it's a great name, Keanu, Keanu. Reeves. Yeah. Um, but he stuck with Keanu. Wow. And I thought that was great. He also said on Jimmy Kimmel that um, when he was six or seven, he saw a ghost. Oh. He said that they had moved to New York and were in an apartment and um, he was with his nanny and he looked over and saw a jacket floating in the doorway and kind of like moving, waving around and floating. And um, he was like, oh, that's interesting. And then he looked over his nanny, and she looked really freaked out. And he thought, oh, that was real. Oh. As a ghost. 
I love this. I know that you're cracking <laughs> up, but I think this is a great. This is great. I'm learning a Good. lot. Okay. I just feel like he has a weird, interesting intensity to him. Yeah. Like when he's giving interviews, like someone will ask him something and then he's just like, like he just gets really intense for no reason and it's funny i appreciate that it's great also he does this really cute thing where like whenever someone's complimenting him or like joking he half covers his mouth and kind of laughs oh like he's like a little asian girl yeah he just like does kind of like this and he's like (laughs) and it's really cute I just think it's real cute when Keanu like laughs and he covers his mouth. It's just so cute. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's how I talked about boys when I was in junior high. I felt like that writing that down. I mean, like, you know when he's like <laughs> sleepy and you like catch him nodding off in class? It's so cute. It's so cute. Oh. I just love the way he cuts his own hair and complains about how his blood itches. So cute. <laughs> I just love it. Uh, yeah, he also said that he's been in quite a few motorcycle accidents because oh. he only rides motorcycles. Um, he loves them. I don't like that. That's so yeah, dangerous. It is, but he it's his passion. He loves them. All right, I'll let him have it. Um, let's see what else we got. I quoted him, and the quote I picked was, uh, "We're all stardust, baby." <laughs> so that's what he says. You said we're all stardust, baby. Yeah. Okay. Because oh, because Jimmy Fallon had um, some pictures from a website called KeanuIsImmortal.com. Oh yeah, and because there's like ancient people who look like him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, "What is that about?" And Keanu said, "We're all stardust, baby." That's the best response. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, here's something I thought was interesting. After watching so many interviews, I started to notice that he wears pretty much the same thing in every interview, which is like slacks, a t-shirt, and a blazer, mm-hmm. or like sometimes nice jeans and okay. a t-shirt and a blazer. The Hollywood look. It is, but I just thought it was funny because like all throughout the 90s, it was like a black shirt with mm-hmm. like darker brown gray suits. Okay. And then, you know, as it got longer in on his career it's like t-shirts maybe once in a while graphic tee mm-hmm. a little more casual because he's a rock star it's just the same thing like yeah. I don't we know. all have a uniform it was just something i noticed and i was like keanu you're crazy <laughs> <laughs> um he worked with an artist named Alexandra Grant, who's an illustrator, to write a poetry book called Ode to Happiness. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, which is kind of melancholy, but fun at the same time. And I think that also contributed to Sad Keanu uh-huh. lore. Um, so the book is like illustrations, and then he just writes something at the bottom of the page or whatever. It's like the one I saw on the internet was like, a bed and then it says and then I go to sleep like you know it's just like whatever he got stoned and just was like oh what is this picture I go to sleep (laughs) um I was gonna buy it Uh because I was like oh that's cool I'll buy that book yeah um it's 800 it's over 800 dollars on Amazon for the paperback that's more than Madonna's book the hardcover is over a thousand dollars holy yeah Cow. so i'm not gonna buy it no it'd be real weird if you did i mean i'm like deacon i'm sorry we can't pay rent this month because i have owed to happiness yeah holy cow uh, yeah 
And he also worked with her on another book called Shadows that he contributed to. So, you know, he's a musician. He's a producer. He's strangely been on a lot of the soundtracks for his movies. That's good. So I'm like, that's cool. Um, you know, he's he's everything. Huh. He is Keanu. I think a lot of times, because like, okay, Katie Seagal, a.k.a. Peg Bundy, is married to the guy who produced... Sons of Anarchy, which she was on. Yes. And Kitty Seagal puts on out albums. She's a singer. She's moderately okay. Uh-huh. But her music was used a lot on Sons of Anarchy. And I think the reason they do that is, like, she gives them a discount up front. Like, hey, you can buy my music up front. Like, you're my husband. Yeah. And we're producing this. This will save us money. But then oh. it gives her points on the back end for when it um, gets in syndication or put up on a streaming service. She doesn't just get uh, residuals from her acting on it. Then she also gets uh, music licensing fees. So I think it's like a smart thing that people do, like a way they practice nepotism in the movies. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I'll give you this song for nothing for the soundtrack. Yeah. And your financers will love that. But then I get the points on the back end, and it's the gift that keeps on giving. Okay. I think that's how business works, says the girl who doesn't have a savings account. You're probably right, though. Yeah. I think you are. Hollywood. Hollywood, baby. (laughs) Yeah. um, He was on five soundtracks. So he was on Sweet November, uh, Me and Will. Sweet November. It says he's a performer on Time After Time. Oh, Okay. Um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. All right. The, he, a performer on the Reaper rap. Reaper. He also did his voice on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, the cartoon series. Okay. That's good work if you can get it. The voice acting. Yeah. Um, and he was on the soundtrack for Babes in Toyland. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. That's on my list. I also have to watch Babes in Toyland. Yeah. I got a lot. You got a lot got a to lot get through. To yeah. You're going to just want to dive into the Keanu. I do. He's um, been a producer on 13 projects. Okay. So that's fun. He's got his, those. that's also good for back-end residuals. Yeah, he produced um, a movie called Knock Knock uh-huh. that he did with Eli Roth, where he's a father, and for Father's Day, his family leaves, and he stays home because he has to work. Mm-hmm. And these two girls come up to him. They're like, we're lost. Can we use your phone? They knock on his door and he's like, okay. And they end up seducing him. <gasps> Hot. Oh, I'm going to watch that on Father's Day. <laughs> yeah. Except the next day, they're still there. Oh, no. They're like ransacking his house. And then they start torturing him. Oh, no. Because they say, you know, you're a family man and you need to pay for what you did he's like you could have not knocked on my door uh-huh uh-huh yeah and eli roth's wife is one of the girls Uh um and i can't remember if it was fallon or kimmel who asked him like was it even more awkward to do the sex scene because it's like the director's wife uh-huh. And he's like, well, you know, we've rehearsed and everything and you know exactly where you're going to move and all that. But it's still always awkward. <clears throat> he's like, but I'm not the type of guy that's like, hey, 
your wife's like really hot. Yeah. Two more days till that scene, like it's gonna be hot. <laughs> yeah, because you're you're a professional. Yeah, he's like, I'm I'm not that person. It's so business. yeah. Which I was like, oh, Keanu, you're so funny. <laughs> Stop it. Such a sense of humor. So crazy. Um yeah, I mean, I don't know what else. I mean Oh, I... you know what else? Huh. <laughs> Jesus. Tell me what he else. He also worked on a documentary about film and oh. like the making of film and like I think it's called okay, it's called Side by Side. Uh-huh. And it's about like digital versus not digital. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and he talks to a lot of like industry people and interviews them and um it's supposed to be really awesome. So All right, I'll put that on my list. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Cuz it's better than just listening to Keanu talk. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. What were you going to say? Nothing. <laughs> I, I mean, I was just going to say, I mean, we've hit an hour, so I don't want you to feel pressure. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm glad I was able to talk about Keanu for an hour. Yeah, I'm impressed. Um, but I really don't have anything else to say. I think he'd want me to say that even though he has gone through some hardships in his life and, you know, things have happened that are really heartbreaking, he's not sad. Mm-hmm. And he's just like everyone else. Everyone has hardships. Yeah. And it's, it's, you can't classify them as a sad, tragic figure just because they've had tragic. Like, okay, Anel in Steel Magnolias, she had suffered personal tragedy, but she was not going to let her personal tragedy affect her ability to do good hair. Exactly. So just take that and apply it to Keanu because that's exactly how he's yeah. living his life. He's not going to let that affect him from being a good actor and enjoying himself. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I love Keanu. I'm on Team Keanu now. I'm sold. He's Yay. Told me, so. um, well, happy hump day. Yeah, go out there, find a Keanu movie you haven't seen, and just enjoy it. Have a good one. Bye.